Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> and I am RJ. That sounds like a like a 70s exploitation movie or some type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the um it's the band from the Muppets. Oh the, the funk band? Yeah. Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> That's funny. It's got that like heroin looking lady Janet on bass. Oh yeah. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that makes sense why it sounded like a 70s thing. Yeah, yeah it's very Muppets. <laughs> um, all right, so this is episode 33 of the podcast. Um, this is my week for the mix that I made. Um, the mix is called Nothing Makes Me Harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets me torqued up more. <laughs> now, there's a specific reason why I have this name of this mix. Because it gives you a boner. Oh, well, yeah, it does. This is the type of mix that, like, I understand, like, autoerotic asphyxiation a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because you can oh, jerk yeah. yourself and jerk off to this mix. I did. <laughs> um, I did both on their own, too. <laughs> but I wanted to make a hardcore mix again, um, but I didn't have, like, the right angle behind it. And then listening to RJ's mix last week... You got the wheels turning, being like, I should make a mix to see where RJ's at with this style of hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to the fringes now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, trying to put together, like, the mix of songs, I was like, okay, for some reason, the title came to me, Nothing Makes Me Harder. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of Adrian. That reminds me of Adrian when he found these bands. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that... <laughs> just beating his chest. <laughs> and then suddenly, all of our friends found these bands and they were all really cool. Yeah. And they moved past the current hardcore that everyone was listening to. Was this in at all? Like uh, all it, these bands? It became. I know two of them. One of them was. One of them kind of was. Um, and then two and four were like, I feel like that was like a few people mentioned them. Yeah. But it's never like a thing really. Right. Um, four. Yes. I don't think two. Okay. Yeah. But, um, RJ, I don't, I don't, I think that you said that you were listening to what during this time? Uh, early two thousands. Yeah. Early Luda. to mid, just a lot of Luda. Um, Blink this, 182. I think this is my rap yeah. time. <laughs> yep. You know? Nice. Where you guys would play your music and I'd fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I don't hear no rhymes, I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because, like, um, in the progression of, like, the the people that Devin and I knew, it was, like, everyone was into emo, right? And then they kind of, like found punk and hardcore at the same time it seemed like Um, yeah and then because suddenly like if you were like suddenly the dead kennedys or black flag was cool (laughs) yeah and then that's when they found hardcore as well i don't know which one came first probably hardcore. i think it was well i know for one of our friends i know (laughs) that would have been on my end yeah but um i showed one of our friends AFI. Oh, and yeah. And that okay. was the 
that was the stepping stone from him listening to Marilyn Manson and mm-hmm. Cole Chamber to listening to going down the hardcore route. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. But I, yeah, they talk. I mean, I'd say those people talk shit about a lot of the kids that did listen to Dead Kennedys and Black Flag in like ninth grade, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then they're all of a sudden they're like, well, yeah, classic punk is cool because well, I like hardcore, you know? Yeah. I think they went straight to hardcore. That was Pat with Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, Pat was an asshole to Christian. Yeah. And because Christian was this little gutter punk kid, and Pat was yeah. the cool, swoopy haired kid. So. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Coolest hair. And I remember Christian being so mad when he saw him, like, around and he was, like, into punk music. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the and then oh yeah, RJ. I stand corrected. That was my Mm. that was my taking back Sunday and Thursday era. Oh, Oh, okay, yeah. All right, Thursday has a similar direction. Thursday they have a good album, I think. Um. Oh, I just stopped listening to uh, Ludacris around that time. <laughs> 2004 is the last album I bought. What are you looking at? Are you your checking phone your right journals? <laughs> Wikipedia, the time frames. <laughs> oh. She <laughs> was, was like diligently looking through his phone. I was like, do you have this like notated? <laughs> last time I listened, <laughs> like iTunes purchased music. Just looking at my security camera in my room from 2004. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, in the hardcore music that we were listening to, suddenly all the cool kids started listening to these bands. And I was very hesitant on all of these bands the first time I heard them. Yeah. Uh, I have a specific reason for that because the the hard style of hardcore I was not interested in. You mean like the the hate breeds and the terrors. Yeah, mad balls. Yeah. Yeah. Tough guy hardcore. East Coast hardcore, primarily. Um, but have you seen Hatebreed's Pit? They went around the tent at, at whatever Ozfest I went to. They're like, let's go around the whole tent. And I'm like, I think that says it all. I was like, Ozfest. this is the hardest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> well, in Sacramento. Did nothing make you harder? <laughs> it, did, for, it did. For Sacramento, it would have been Hoods, right? Yeah. They were the tough guy hardcore band. Not quite mm-hmm. Warriors. Maybe Warriors could count, too. Not sure. I would never. All that came out of all that came out of like oi. Yeah, exactly. And um, I guess skinhead punk, but not like the Nazi kind, Mm -hmm. like the kind that beat up Nazis. (laughs) Which I still don't understand. Yeah. What do you What do you call them? You still call them skinheads? They're skinheads. Yeah, they're skins. (laughs) They got a whole like lingo. You know, I forgot they have like colors associated with it like your blue skin or oh, something really? like that yeah there's a whole subset of uh that sounds terminology behind it that and sounds terrifying to just get involved with that world not knowing any of that yeah wait what type of skinhead are you yeah <laughs> like oh i don't know i gotta figure this out before i go out in public <laughs> could go very wrong <laughs> i mean it's very versatile though it's like if you're at a clan rally you're like well I'm wearing the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> go to a punk show. Well, I'm still wearing the outfit, and I'm a good guy here. Have you guys seen, uh, there's a horror movie called Green Room? No. It's super good, but it's about it's this. It's not the one about the, uh, no, that's Green Book. Yeah, Very Green different. Book, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this one's about this, like, punk band. I want to say that they're based in yeah. uh, Oregon, 
um, but they're like going through the Pacific Northwest on a little tour. Yeah, and they get they get put into a show that they weren't expecting on their tour, and the show just happens to be at like a white supremacist uh, bar, yeah. like in the middle of nowhere, and then it turns into a horror movie after that. But um, Sir Patrick Stewart is a very scary skinhead. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean Luke. Yep, <laughs> a hero. I didn't realize he was in Dune. I started watching that oh, last yeah, night. That fucking out. bullet. Love oh. it. <laughs> I was just surprised to see him. I'm like, you like he went from playing in Dune to Star Trek, like yeah. Next Generation, like immediately afterwards. Like, <laughs> there's too much space. Like, there's actually there's, a lot of space. It could have just been <laughs> lot. There's infinite space. Yeah, there's a lot. No, maybe in both movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe there was or shows. Maybe there was a. You know, maybe it was just the alternate dimension, Jean Luc Picard Ooh. in Dune. Yeah. And there's going to be a crossover in the new Dune movie, <laughs> which What's, looks sick. Which it's... crosses over in the Picard show. Ooh. <laughs> what is that? Like young Picard? Like uh, young Sheldon from Big Bang Theory? No, he's old. He is? Yeah. Wait, is it actually Jean Luc? Yeah. And, or is it, sorry, is it Patrick Stewart? <laughs> yeah, it's Patrick Stewart as Picard <sighs> in the same timeline older and he's like at a winery or something (laughs) i want to see that yeah it's only on that's the reason why you haven't heard it because i think it's only on like the cbs all access or something Fuck, i need more tng yeah (laughs) 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 what were you saying rj uh i was gonna say it's uh the upside down version of him like in stranger things (laughs) oh yeah the Demogorgon version. Yeah. 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 I, that kind of that kind of tracks actually, because Dune was very fucking strange. <laughs> I literally walked out and saw Devin watching that. And I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? Uh, I'm just so gonna delicious. make my eggs. <laughs> uh, I just want some spice malone. Well, then he's, yeah. the Devin the falls asleep, so I can't even ask him what's going on. And I hear him <laughs> snoring on the couch, and I'm just like, Oh, oh did you see it? I, I sat there and watched like probably like 30 minutes of it, and I was like. It's getting oh, weirder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, that's that one guy from that one show. Uh, um, Twin Peaks? Yeah. Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin. He has a lot of hair there. Yeah, he's yeah. in like everything that David Lynch does. Then I was like, oh, that's that movie you guys were talking about last time. I was like, <laughs> the, yeah. The, the character that he plays, it's a, that character in the book is like 15 or 16. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like 40? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just picture him as 40 in everything that he yeah. does. <laughs> like, even in Twin Peaks, he was probably in his 30s. Yeah, probably. But he was just, he, he played just such old. a mature role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, Twin Peaks was so good. No. But yeah, okay. So on the mix, these are songs that the group of friends that we uh, hung out with were suddenly into that made them harder and tougher than the rest of us. And they're also, I picked bands that I was unsure of the first time I listened to them. Oh, okay. All yeah. of these. All of them. Ooh. Because I am very hesitant when it comes to a certain type of voice and a certain style of music. I I, th- I agree. Not necessarily with this style, but I am with a lot of the kind of trends that we saw within our groups of friends throughout the years. Yeah. I was just hesitant to like get on board with it for some reason. It's like I feel like you guys just like this because everybody else likes it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't want to listen to it. Honestly, um Taking Back Sunday, I hated for so long. Wow. And then Dustin 
played it for me in the car, and I was like, all right, I could get into this. <laughs> Same thing with Coed and Cambria. Yeah. Like, I just got locked in a car and listened to all of <laughs> uh, Keeping Secrets 3, like, super high, and I was like, I get it. I get why Coheed's rad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, with me, with this style of hardcore, so I don't know what to call this style of hardcore mm-hmm. because it's the the thing that I'm hesitant about all of these bands is the metal aspect of it. Yeah. I'm just very hesitant when it comes to metal generally when I hear it. Um, and it's and the amount of metal that is in this style of hardcore, I don't know what to call it. But it's my favorite version of hardcore. I would say, just my own opinion, you have three different styles of music in this. But they all have, they're all hardcore bands. Yes. And they all have a tinge of metal. Yes. It's just they all go in a separate Those weird <laughs> other separate categories, right? Yeah, which yeah. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> yeah, each one of them, it's like, well, this could be this kind of band, yeah. but it's missing this element. But it's really close to being like grindcore. Yeah. But it's not like grindcore. You know, it's not death metal. <laughs> like, it's not metalcore because metalcore fucking sucks, right? But then you're like, you look at the other metalcore bands, you're like, all right, metalcore is kind of cool. <laughs> Do I like metalcore? It's like, no, I don't like Fear Factory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like a weird thing to like explain some of the voices in these bands to be like, okay, it's not screaming. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you were to growl really loud and talk at the same time, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but it's angry. Yeah. It's definitely yelling. It's not screaming, though. You can't call it screamo. Yeah. It's not screaming. Yeah. yeah. I don't know many new modern day bands in this genre, uh, but I was playing this mix at work, and some kid's like, yeah, you should check out this band. and plays like As I Lay Dying. Like, oh, exactly. nowadays version exactly. and i was just like no this is different he's like he's screaming listen to the double bass and i'm like yeah. uh, and then it like slows down so it goes into like a, a kill switch engage kind of thing where they're ah, nah, 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 nah. i'm like he's singing this he's not singing in this <laughs> thought about making a kill switch mix <laughs> still thinking about it just kill be switch prepared. disengage yeah. oh that'd be such a sick name <laughs> Life no, hold switch. on, hold on. If you do a kill switch, would it just be kill switch style? Like you'd put like Slipknot on there and Power Man Five Thousand. I don't know, Power Man Five Thousand wouldn't fit on there. Well, we'll pro- save. Okay. We'll, we'll save that. Uh, yeah, it was a mystery. Uh, they, yeah, I'm still I'm still looking into it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the metal aspect of all of these is interesting. I don't. I would never. I could never. If you're not really into hardcore, I could never tell someone to be like, you should probably check out Integrity. Like, I <laughs> I feel yeah. uncomfortable saying that to anyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless you're really into hardcore. Cause yeah. Because it, it, I don't. It's a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. also like, I don't even know if he's a good guy. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody does. <laughs> Didn't he, like, move away? Yeah. We'll for get there. Reasons? <laughs> like. I, I don't know why, but I, I know that he doesn't live here anymore. And yeah. usually when people <laughs> leave the U.S. for another country, it's not for good reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I, I actually have a similar mix that I was going to uh, do this week. Like, 
not as similar in hardcore style, but also the same thing. It's like metal, but it's not metal. Like I wouldn't tell metal fans to listen oh, to this. No. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. I, yeah, I'm going to save that for another time now though. Um, RJ, what were your thoughts going into this mix? Cause I'm assuming you've heard of maybe a couple of these guys. I've heard of two, you know, honestly, I probably have heard of all of them that somebody's like, Oh, check out this. And I'm like, I have no clue. They're screaming. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I never paid attention. I kind of, I was around it cause you guys listened to it. Um, but I mean, just you know, nothing makes me harder. I was like, all right, it's like a hardcore mix. I get it before I even <laughs> listen to it. If you're like, have you heard these songs? I would be like, I cannot pick them out of a bucket. Uh, <laughs> that, those were kind of my thoughts into it. Yet yeah. again, I have nothing, nothing against the type of music. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're in the the feeder. You're in the melodic category. hardcore category. Mm, yeah. yeah, which could be metalcore, <laughs> but just like these, it could yeah. be metalcore. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. So starting off the mix with Nothing Makes Me Harder is Confessions of a Suicide Advocate by Tragedy. Off their album Tragedy. Came out in 2000. Track number four off the album. Three minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, Tragedy is a hardcore punk band formed in Tennessee in 1999. Is now based in Oregon. Uh, has uh, Todd Burnett, Yannick Lauren, Billy Davis, and Paul Burnett. Um They've a couple of them have played in His Hero is Gone, and I think Death Threat is another band. That, Death Grips, not Death Grips, Death oh. Threat. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, there's not a whole lot of information about tragedy out there, RJ. That's a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tragedy is. Uh, I don't. Yes, I think I believe that they are the only band on this mix that I've seen. Um, they came into Sacramento and they played at a bar off of like Del Paso, um, and we went and saw them. Tragedy is, I'll say right now, is my favorite. My, they make they have an album that is my favorite album from any of these bands. Mm. Um, I they're not my. F- I want to say that they're my favorite band because I listen to. Uh, Tragedy of the Album and Vengeance like over and over again and I love those albums um, they're they're close to it what do, what do you like better Tragedy or Lifelong Tragedy um, that's a good question so now you like Runaways I know but I don't like yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're totally so different, different. Yeah. I know yeah. <laughs> um, I think that I We'll always have more nostalgia for lifelong tragedy. Okay. Yeah. Versus tragedy. I think it's hard <laughs> it's hard to make a band like this your favorite band or to say it's your favorite album. I know. Well, because it's so like it's not serious the way some other things are. Like there's not as much emotion in it, but there I mean there is. Yeah. But like right. you can make an argument for I mean, even like Defeater. Yeah. In that same category as lifelong tragedy, kind of, mm-hmm. meh. Um, there's some, there's some emotion there, and like some lyricism. But this is just like heavy music, written well. So it's like, it's hard to take something so superficial and be like, yeah, it's my favorite album. But, <laughs> yeah, but, I just remember that with. I mean, but it's the same thing with Runaways. Like I listened to Runaways nonstop when the album came out. Similarly, yeah. that I listened to 
tragedy and vengeance that's their second album like over and over again Hmm. um but so i love tragedy and i wanted to put tragedy on here but another reason why i put tragedy on here was because i thought that maybe the way that they write music would catch rj Mm, yeah because uh i don't know if you you uh noticed or liked this in the song rj but they have a way of repeating themselves that catches you off guard and it's uh it's something that's in uh i've listened to i think three maybe four of their albums i think i've heard their latest one just maybe a song or two um but they have like a way of writing hardcore songs where you think it's it's just there's a riff that comes back that always seems unexpected yeah i don't know how they do it as smooth as they do it but it's very clever and it's so you're not talking about the lyrics you're talking about the no it's yeah riffage yeah They'll, they'll they'll bring back a riff suddenly where you're like oh yeah we're doing this again all right yeah <laughs> and it's in a bunch of their songs yeah trap them does something similar i feel mm-hmm. like yeah they have a similar style without being as heavy even though they are like heavy yeah but... <laughs> yeah yeah um ha- rj what was your first reaction to listening to tragedy so first thing I put it on and I was like, all right, like the the intro. It's a good first track. I was like, I like getting into it like that. And then it was kind of playing in the background. Then I heard the bell and I was like, fuck yeah, bell. Like, <laughs> like, just brings back my Metallica days. Um, For whom the bell tolls, bro. No, I, was, I like the bell. Literally, I thought it was my phone going off again. I was like, what the fuck? That's not a sound on my phone. Um, I enjoyed the guy's voice. Ooh, okay. But then it sped up. Yes. And I didn't like the guy's voice. <laughs> but his I, voice sped up? It, 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 he does a different. Oh, he's spitting mad fire. <laughs> he's doing a different. And then he's I didn't just... like that, but I liked the music. And then it went back to the beginning riff, and I was like, oh, that's sick. That's that riffage that we're yeah, talking about. I was about. like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And there's he... like a slight solo lead to yeah. that riff. Mm-hmm. It, like it was going fast and then it just stops. It takes like a second break and then it goes back into it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, my whole thought yeah. with this song was I felt like a tough guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> did you want to hit stuff? Did you want to just like <laughs> did you want to like go clam digging? You know, so like I was do? playing this at work <laughs> and one of the guys that was running my food was literally punching the walk-in <laughs> like when we were listening to it. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just punching things. I'm like, all right. That's did cool. you do the pick up an apple, put it in your pocket? Pick up an apple, put it in your pocket. You know, slam dancing? Oh, that's called theft. Oh, yeah. Did you steal from the grocery <laughs> Did store? Did you steal the apples? <laughs> Stealing from the farmer's market? <laughs> uh, yeah, this song, the, what it made me think was it, um, I wish it had a solo. Like, that, it's so tempting to when it gets yeah. to that part where they're harmonizing, like in, I don't yeah. I don't know if they're in octaves from each other. Um, but it, it it would be so easy to just throw a solo over that. Yeah, but then they, that they been just, awesome. But then they thread the line. They're like, no, we're a hardcore band. Yes. Yeah. Let's back off a little bit. <laughs> uh, because honestly, I had the same thought for all of these songs. I'm going to exactly. say it in every review of every song today, but every one of these songs, like especially this one, I'm like, damn, put a solo in there. Bring back solos. We need solos. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, it was it was rad. Yeah. <laughs> um, how much of tragedy have you listened to before? Um, not much. Not not a whole album. 
um, and I don't even know what it was, but I I always got them confused with Lifelong Tragedy. Mm. And I think I heard this first, and I was like, yeah, I like Lifelong Tragedy. And then <laughs> I listened to Lifelong Tragedy. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. I want the hard stuff. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, but I, I, I like Lifelong Tragedy, so what's the stuff I heard first? Yeah. It's like when you saw the second part of the, the Defeater album that was all acoustic songs. <laughs> yes, I bought a Defeater's album, I think Letters Home, on vinyl, and I played... I thought it was side A, but it was side B, and it's all acoustic songs. So I was like, damn, Defeater is a sick acoustic band. I love it. And then somebody else played Defeater. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not the same Defeater. You listen to a different Defeater. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like Tragedy. These Their first two albums are fantastic. Uh, their third one is fine, I think. There's something that, like, a lot of these bands captured in the mid two thousands that is hard to replicate. Um, but also tragedy is coming right off the cusp of the nineties. And so in these first two albums, you still hear kind of some of that like experimental stuff coming through from the nineties. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Because um, it's the same thing with like converge, like, Petitioning the Empty Sky, and I listened to a lot of uh, When Forever Comes Crashing this past week. And those two albums, they're 90s albums, and they're to me, they're distinctly different. I haven't heard their very first album, but those two albums are distinctly different from everything else. <laughs> their first album is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't listen to it. I, think I bought it on someone... vinyl and I gave it to Dustin. I was like, nah. Yeah, I think me. Dustin played it for me one time. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I just never thought about it again. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's what you think of when you hear the words metalcore. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't like it. But that's why it's so impressive. When uh, I think the next one was when Forever Comes Crashing, when that came out, it's like that's so impressive the change that they made from that. I know. Yeah, and I don't know what certain bands were bringing from the '90s into like early hardcore stuff from then. Um, but it's really interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's Tragedy. Uh, it's a great opening track, in my opinion. Um, it's weird that it's it's buried in that album. It's track number four um, in that album. Huh. Yeah, I wonder how it starts out then. Oh, that much album? energy? Yeah. Oh, more energy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the break in between? I guess so, kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So going into track number two, we go into Vultures by Skin Like Iron. Uh, this song comes off of Algamation 2, came out 2008. Uh, track number seven off that album, and a tight 50 seconds. Real tight. <laughs> uh, not a lot of information out there about Skin Like Iron. Uh, they were formed in 2006 in San Francisco, uh, comprised of Alex Capasso, Blaine Patrick, Ryan Matos, Anthony Anzaldo, and Joseph Regoza. It does have... Oh, so that's a member of Ceremony. Yes, Anthony Anzaldo and yes. um, another guy that went by the name Toast, hmm. whose real name I do not know, joined the band later on. Oh, interesting. The only reason I know this is because an old man, probably in his 60s, 70s, <laughs> came into the coffee shop wearing a ceremony shirt. Yeah. With the California one, the roses. Yeah. And I was like, I like your shirt, but do you know what it is? He's like, do you know what it is? It's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's a band that I like. Listen, it's old like, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's for us, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, 
And then he's like, yeah, my son was in the band for a while. Like, he played with Ceremony, I think, in their earlier days. And then mm-hmm. he was telling me about it, the bands that his son's in now. And he, I thought he said My Iron Lung, but I think it's <laughs> Skin Like Iron. Skin Like Iron. Because there's another band <laughs> called My Iron Lung that's Wait, really? similar. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a terrible band name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I listened to it and I was like, cool. <laughs> but this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. Um, all right. So I chose Skin Like Iron because uh, they were popular in our neck of the woods amongst the same people that listen to this music um, because they're from San Francisco, of course. And then they also have this another uh, – they have, like, this weird thrash metal aspect to them, but they're still a hardcore band. Yeah. And uh, I have the first time I heard them, I believe, was from Adrian. Um, and I have two cassette tapes of theirs that came out before this album that has some like older songs of that is, isn't anywhere else, I believe. And then uh, some songs from this album that's on there, hmm. um, which is pretty cool. They have really cool uh, little sleeves in there. I don't know don't want to call it an album sleeve it's a cassette whatever that is cassette sleeve l-shaped <laughs> thingy yeah. um but I, I wanted to choose i put this band on there one because it fit the harder aspect of the mix's name but also like they tread that line they're on yeah. a, they're on a tight rope there and they're very close to tipping to either way <laughs> yeah um had you taken a dive on them at all Devin? No, um, not yet. Not yet. But I plan on it for yeah for these guys. My my thing about bands like this that makes it hard for me to get into is the length of songs. Love them. So <laughs> when it's but when it's short like that, yeah. like it took me a while to get in a ceremony. Yeah, because of that, it's like there's not as much to enjoy. I'm like, okay, I'm done with an album in twelve minutes. <laughs> but then they normally have like. 20 songs on that album <laughs> or they only have like, like a handful yeah 12 songs of Which, that length again and I'm then okay with. one album <laughs> it's like i'll wait for you to release four albums yeah. and then yeah. i'll start listening to you guys that's like if you see like the greatest tv show ever was only two seasons and you see it on there and, yeah and you're freaks like, and geeks why should i watch it it's only yeah. two seasons <laughs> but freaks and geeks was awesome so you should watch it <laughs> Yeah, just like Chappelle right. Show. Chappelle Show is awesome. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that was only two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I chose Skin Like Iron because of the the weird uh, balance. I think that they their most recent album, I think it's called Arrival or something like that. It starts with an A. Um, that's the album that I think uh, is their best album. Um, it They seemed a lot more refined because I think that album came out in 2011. So a couple years after this album, and uh, they're they're I I would say that that album has way better songs on it. Uh, I still like this album a lot, um, but yeah, RJ, how'd you feel towards Fifty Seconds? So Fifty Seconds of Fury. <laughs> I I hit the number two on this, and I was like, all right, it's fast paced. I like this, but then he started screaming, and I was like, ah, I don't like his voice. And then I was like, maybe it's his voice that I don't like about, oh, the song's over. <laughs> Try it again. Listen to it, and I was like, all right, it's fast-paced. I, I, I did. And then it, I listened to it like four or five more times, and I was like, all right, I can stand his voice, 
But by the time I comprehended, I was like, oh, the song's over. So do you? So not maybe like, I don't like the fast ones. Do you? Like, do you not like converge? Oh, the quick ones. I, I don't know a song by them. You just be like, this is converge. I'm like, oh, okay. Because they do some vocal manipulation a lot on his voice, which yeah. has a distinct sound. I've heard of the band name. Don't know if I know the song. Yeah. It was around me. It's been played. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've heard. Make it sound like drugs. <laughs> it was kind around of. me. I, I saw knew it. it was I bad. It. I, I never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Staying away. Knew yeah. all my friends were doing it. Yeah, I don't think that... Uh, actually, they came out with something. They came out with like a split with nails. Uh, skin Like Iron did. I don't know that when. Makes sense. I think it was relatively recent, like last couple years. I think they're still maybe playing. Yeah, I was trying to look up information, and then the split came up with Nails. And I was like, yeah. I just want a Wikipedia page on these yeah. guys. <laughs> have you heard Nails, Archer? And I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think you have. I don't think you'd like them. I don't think you would. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see them having a split with Nails, actually. Yeah. Because it this song like bordered... It bordered grindcore. Yes. But it lacks the speed of grindcore. Yeah. And the grind of grindcore. But <laughs> everything else about it, including the dude's voice, was yeah. grindcore. Right. Like, like crying with me. <laughs> yeah. No, not like R. Kelly. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, on me. That's pretty, pretty Ricky. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Grind with me. Devin flies on planes with them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to no piss on you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll turn your face into a toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's too soon. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, but I really like seeing like Iron. Um, I've listened to at least two of their albums, and I like them uh, in those cassette tapes. I saw they have four albums, so that's yeah. enough for me to check them out <laughs> at this point. But I also needed them on there because I needed – I needed Cursed on this mix, and I needed something to get me into Cursed. Oh, yeah. And I felt like having that song gets me into Cursed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So track number three off the mix is Head of the Baptist by Cursed off of, we'll we'll say two, uh, Roman numeral two. Um, No, I think it's like, aye, aye, Captain. (laughs) Uh, track number four off that album coming in at three minutes and 16 seconds. Uh, Curse was a Canadian hardcore punk band formed in 2001 and dissolved in 2008. It featured members uh, from Toronto, Montreal, Hamilton, and various other Canada DIY bands such as Haymaker, Left for Dead, The Swarm, a.k.a. Knee Deep in the Dead, The like Black the Hand, <laughs> Shallow North Dakota. <laughs> These are cool band names. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two is the second album uh, by them. It was released in 2005 through Goodfellows Records. It was critically praised by most reviewers. I don't know who gave me Cursed first. Hmm. I don't know if it was Dustin. I don't know if it was Sean Myers. Um, Sean a big Cursed fan? Yeah. Hmm. Big Cursed fan. I can see that. But someone gave it to me. And it was mostly because you just you you see that that Baphomet that goat head. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the devil. <laughs> devil. <laughs> devil is bad. I listen to it. But when you listen to them, you expect a death metal band, and they're not. Mm-hmm. They're a little tricky, tricky with that. Yeah. Um. So I again with cursed. I don't know if I would ever say to someone, "Hey, you should listen to cursed." 
because they would have to get real specific with their music taste. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, somebody that likes corn isn't going to like cursed. <laughs> yeah. Probably. And someone who likes As I Lay Dying is probably not going to like cursed. Yeah. Right? Or That's not melodic enough. <laughs> There's not enough double bass. <laughs> um, but, Devin, you're a cursed fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. Only, I think I've only listened to two of their albums. I think, I've I think so, too. Yeah. One and two. Yeah. <laughs> I know they have a third one, at least, right? Is it called four? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were one of the bands that just like popped up in the scene and then suddenly they were really cool. Everyone liked them. Yeah. Oh, they... Uh, no, they only have three albums. Yeah. Um, And then I'll, I guess it's a live album? Oh, there you go. Dude. Oh, no, no. Single. No. <laughs> no, I can't get into it. If they don't have a live album... <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love Cursed. Um, same thing, though. I thought that it was going to be, not this song, but Cursed, when I first heard of them, I thought that they were going to be more metal. Mm-hmm. I think that's what drew me into it. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I, when you, in this metal. song, when you hear that riff, that, it's like you just want to, yeah. 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 This one needs a solo. Definitely needs a solo. Last song. Not enough time for a solo. <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> that would be good. But this one, this one would benefit from from some soloage, yeah, some riffage. <laughs> um, RJ, I'm assuming you had heard Curse before. I've heard. I, I've seen the name before, so I've I've heard him. I just you know one of those. I don't. I couldn't pick it out of a bucket. Did you not like his voice? No, oh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Weird. Really? Because he sounds similar to dude from Skin Like Iron. But right? it was longer than 50 seconds. So <laughs> okay. I, he, he could so, build a remote emotional bond yeah. with me. <laughs> and also, I literally put in my notes, I want to hear him sing a sea shanty. Sea shanty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Because during the, I think it was the verse. All aboard! I guess you could say it was like the, I don't know, the punkish... The, the, the vibe that I got from it, I was just like, it seems like he could just be like singing a sea shanty here, and then just getting into like the the chorus, and I'd be like, oh, I like that. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the oh, fuck. I forgot the like the lyrics of the song, but this is the one that I remembered for some reason. Hmm. Fuck, I forgot the lyrics. But yeah, it is different because his lyrics are decipherable. Like he's saying something, and you're like. Oh yeah, I understand him. He's just loud about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's not like screaming. It's not like converge. Like, oh, I can hear his lyrics. You know, yeah. <laughs> that that was my biggest turnoff of converge for the longest time. I, it's the only albums that I like. It's because of musically it pulls me in. But like, yeah, I, anytime I'd listen, I'd be like, Do you know what he's saying? I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Cursed. I think they're a great band. Um and they, they again they tread that line of being like this hardcore band that plays metal, um in there that's just very sneaky how they do it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked it, RJ. I like that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think when I listened to them the first time, I was looking for metal, and I was satisfied with what I got. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, that wasn't metal, but that was cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so I, I needed Iron Age on this mix. I needed mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Iron Age. Yeah. And I needed this on this mix because, again, they're a band that just popped up where it's just like everyone who was tough 
liked them. Um, and I also All the needed. Bad boys. I needed a slight little. It it gives me something that um, is very consistent in tough guy hardcore, but they do it in a very palatable way. I don't know what Iron Age does to change that, but I like it. They're fucking sick. That's what they do. <laughs> um, so the track number four on the mix is Iron Age by Iron Age off of Constant Struggle. I was going to say off the album. Iron Age. <laughs> uh, track number 10 off that album coming at three minutes and 23 seconds. Um, that album cover is awesome. I want to figure out somehow how to get that album cover as a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just It's hard because it's black showing behind the... Uh, We'll say a monster. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, maybe a Kimura. I'd probably call that thing a Kimura. It's uh, got like three heads. Yeah. It's got the guy, the head on its hand. Yeah. I don't even know what creature that is. More, <laughs> it looks more like an Americana to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think that's the thing that turned me on to the band is someone was talking about them, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, this isn't a hardcore album. Yeah. They wouldn't put that for their fucking album cover. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Iron Age, they formed in 2004 in Austin, Texas. Um, Iron Age was a crossover hardcore band from Austin, which includes members of Far From Breaking. In the vein of uh, the Cro-Mags and other early 90s crossover, they released their first demo tape on vocalist Harpy's Next Level label. Um and then the band released a two-song tape titled The Saga Demos March 1st of 2011 before playing their last show at Chaos um, in 2011. The band has since played two shows since then in 2012. Um, someone wrote this thing, uh, which I agree, even though I don't like the band that they're referencing. They said, Iron Age is the closest thing that our generation will come to feeling what the Cro-Mags in the <laughs> 80s was like. And yeah, I don't like the Chromats. I, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, there's actually a a skinhead, <laughs> the good kind. Yeah, <laughs> that was like lecturing me on how the Chromags are fucking great, and was like telling me why they're great, and like it's like no, you can't listen to like this album because this happened with a band during this time. You got to find like this specific album, like. Yeah, uh, Age of Coral. It's like you gotta listen to Age of Coral, the first album, like their new stuff. It's like different, but it's good. But you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> so I was like all excited. I was like, oh, I'm gonna find some Cro-Mags that I like. Yeah, they listened to it. I was like, no, this sucks. <laughs> I like I like them in spirit though. Yeah, you know, I like what they like the style of hardcore that they stand for. Yeah, if that makes sense. Sure. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like that style, but <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I can't think of any other bands that really like. I think without Chromags, we might not have Guns Up. No, see, that's right? the thing. And so, like, RJ Iron Age brings something to the table that I like very few. I like Guns Up. I like Iron Age. I like early Blacklisted. Yeah, yeah, but there's not a whole other bands that are like this. Like that's it's someone could listen to this and hate breed and think it's like it should be considered like very similar to each other and I'm like no 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 it's yeah not. <laughs> way way different yeah <laughs> um yeah but they also offered something and specifically from Iron Age but in this song 
where you just have the hardest riff possible that's just ready to break your face at any time, RJ. (laughs) Just face smash. And they repeat it for like three minutes. Yeah. So you just imagine people just smashing everything in the pit, RJ. (laughs) yeah um how did you feel towards this so in my pits we like to sit down (laughs) maybe light a candle maybe a little uh beanbag chair what scented candle or is it just a normal unscented candle (laughs) (laughs) like we just like the (laughs) ambiance we just light something on fire (laughs) even more hard (laughs) is this a no pants scenario um, of course. No oh. pants in the pit with my single <laughs> candle. How about everyone has pants but one person, but you have to figure out who they are in candlelight. No, he's, yeah, he's got one of those Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge candles, and he's wearing a, a pajama top with no bottoms. Oh, he's, he's, he's carrying a candelabra. Yes. yes. Okay. But the, the pajamas with the flap down, yeah. like in the back. Yeah, the prospector pajamas. <laughs> yeah, so everybody has their flap down. It's like heads up, seven up, but for adults. Do you have, a, do you have your nightcap on? <laughs> you have to have a night fully starched, but but literally it's over your eyes, so you don't know where you're going. <laughs> no, not. oh yeah, like a night uh, night mask. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, RJ wears a night mask, but he has the eyes cut out. <laughs> he just likes to look like a raccoon. And new girl, uh, Nick calls that a double eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> you're always wearing your double eye yeah. patch. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, Iron Age, RJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay, uh, this is weird, uh, but it wasn't my favorite one on, on here. <gasps> yeah, blasphemy. <laughs> but the thing is, I was like, this is similar. I could see to Defeater, and I was like, I could see similar similar kind of qualities inside them. But I was like, I just I'm just not feeling this one. It's it it's all right. Like I see it could go on this mix, but I, I wasn't just I don't know why I didn't like it as much. Hmm, similar, okay, maybe the most similar to Defeater on this mix. Is it just because of the breakdown? Well, I think, I mean, if anything, Defeater, I have a story with it. So I they yeah. have their concept album, mm-hmm. so I, I follow that. But if somebody's like, listen to this random Defeater song, I don't know if I'd jump on that. Yeah, I might, I don't know. Yeah, I love that in the song, the sound of just that snare hitting. Whack! It's <sighs> my favorite. Because I I, th- I like the faster ones, but not, you know. I like any time. 50 seconds fast. So th- this song did something for me that uh, the last band on this mix does a lot, but I chose not to do two songs that sounded similar um, because one came before the other and the other was influenced by them, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really like Constant Struggle is a fantastic album. And I, their next one, something... I forgot what it's called. It's pretty good too. Hmm. I think they only have the two, and I believe someone from the da- band passed away. Um, I don't know who. I don't know if it was the singer or it might have been the guitar player, um, but they passed away in the, like the last couple years. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've seen them on a lot of uh, a lot of uh, festivals or something mm-hmm. that I was interested in going, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like I like these bands, and I've heard of that band. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever uh, taken a dive on them before? No. No. No, I remember seeing. Damn, I don't know. Is it the Sleeping Eye? That's their yeah, second, their second one? one. Yeah. Yeah, I might have seen that album cover, and I just. Uh, yeah, I, I never 
took a dive on him and never even had the chance to listen to him, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Might have heard a song or two. Yeah. But, yeah, I I like him. Yeah. Do you, you like this song? Yeah, this is definitely, like, the style that I like. Yeah. Like, ready this to is, stomp? Yeah. <laughs> Some, like, it's that, it's that tough guy hardcore without the... the Without the lame ass tough guy hardcore, you yeah. Know? <laughs> like without the Fred Durstiness of it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Jamie Josta, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So this mix started with this band. Just so oh, you guys know, okay. On the last band, this is this is what the mix started from. This is this last band because I've been trying to figure out how to get this band onto a mix. And then came up with this idea, and I was like, okay, this is the first band on here. Now, when you look at Integrity, they're pretty overwhelming. Um, if you Because, one, yeah. it's there's a lot of history with them. They have a lot of albums. Um, what's weird for me is, as a hardcore band goes, purely off of how many albums I like from them, they would be considered my favorite hardcore band. And it's only because I the they have such a large discography, but I like a solid five or six of their albums, which oh, wow. most hardcore bands only have like two or three, right? Yeah, and then they break up and yeah. start some you know post punk band. <laughs> and then this band has like a bunch, and I'm I'm a big Integrity fan. The I, I mean, When Forever Comes Crashing, or not When Forever. Uh, why can't I think of uh, the humanity is the devil? No, uh, those who fear tomorrow. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Mm. Uh, those who fear tomorrow is their first like album. I think they had something before that, but nothing. Um, it doesn't really count. But yeah, yeah, those who fear tomorrow is their first album. That's the first integrity that I heard. I remember coming to Adrian's house, and he's like, "Listen to this," and it's <laughs> Den of Iniquity, and it's yeah, or no, 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 it wasn't Den of Iniquity. It was those who fear tomorrow that he played. Um, okay. Yeah, it's because it starts off with Misha, right, and it ends with motherfucker, and it was just like, what am I listening to? <laughs> um, and then I listened to that, and I listened to they have like a weird self titled or something called Integrity that came out around two thousand. Um, but this is the album, like the album that I had first from them. I heard them before. And then this was the album that I had first from them, which came out in 2003. And by 2003, they have already had like six or seven albums. Yeah, they ventured back to the early 90s, it seems like. Yeah. They they started in 1988, technically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their first one, I believe, is like 91, maybe. Um, yeah, well, Those Who Fear Tomorrow on Spotify, they have a 25th anniversary remix and that came out in 2019 yeah so so actually those who fear tomorrow would have been why can't i do math right now is that 89 maybe no no either 96 94 94 no no No. (laughs) it is 94 it had to have been like 20 it had to have been 1991 pretty sure you got to look this up, RJ. <laughs> because I think by 1990, I think Humanity is the Devil comes out around like 95, and there's like mm. four albums in between there. 
that one so on spotify that is the 20th anniversary that came out in 99 or 2019 which would mean I that, think that came out in 99 just... no i think that that's when they spotify yeah, <laughs> looking at it on spotify like it it messes everything up yeah <laughs> like they messed up uh i mean all the dates are off like their first album is 2003 and then everything after that is like 2020 right like, which no, that did not just come out yeah. yeah which there's like yeah there's a solid like six albums not including just like eps before you get to to die for which is what yeah. this song comes from yeah um but then integrity i remember liking them and then they kind of went away and then um recently of the last couple of years i got back into them because i heard their new stuff and i was like oh this is super interesting and then i was just like oh let me i should go and look through their old stuff so in the last couple of years is when i really gained like an appreciation for integrity and they just have a solid like you know those who fear tomorrow to die for humanity is the devil palm sunday which is their live album the splits uh howling that album i don't really like den of iniquity too much um or systems overload but they just they have a lot of albums that i like yeah um but den of iniquity i think is a it's a collection of their early recordings right yeah because i i actually pulled out the i have that on vinyl and i pulled out the um the liner notes of it the other day and was reading through it and it just has notes it's like this song was recorded in the back of a chinese food shop like, <laughs> it was our first integrity recording ever so it's like a collection of unreleased recordings i think yeah that makes sense i don't know if they came out with an actual album den of iniquity because i know it's a song on uh, yeah that al- other album that i forgot the name of those who fear tomorrow yes but yeah there's a whole it's like a whole compilation ton of songs on den of iniquity but it kind of runs the gamut of styles i guess yeah even though it's all early stuff <laughs> and it's interesting they they progress in their sound so they started in 88 but with duid hellion like Lead. he's just he's just the guy yeah um who started the band and he's been since to die for in 2003 he has been in belgium yeah and that's where the band is based out of now. Not why? sure why. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they also had like a six-year like hiatus after that as well. Yeah. And then they came back with playing more metal metal. Um, so I don't know maybe what's going on over there with DeWitt, but he seems like an interesting guy. Yeah. <laughs> In the liner notes that I was reading, there's a song called Jimson Isolation. Mm-hmm. And the I think it's the guitarist that's writing the liner notes, and he says that the singer Dwid came back from a uh, like a, a Jimson trip, and Jimson is a um, detura, like a hallucinogenic drug mm-hmm. that you don't do for fun. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's known as like the most terrifying hallucinogenic. Like people don't have good trips on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's i don't know what mindset you have to be in to do it yeah <laughs> and that explains that guy so much like when you listen to music i'm like oh yeah okay i get it that's funny <laughs> yeah uh well it says here that their sound is a mix of noise punk blues hardcore and heavy metal with influences including industrial noise and experimental music 
Lyrical themes include religion, the supernatural, art, philosophy, horror, as well as mental illness and the occult. <laughs> so everything Sick. that we love. <laughs> I also read somewhere uh, that one of their song or like one of their themes was holy terrorism. Yeah. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Sick, but what is kind of down for it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, like uh, Sean Myers has it, and I've was I'm not. I would never wear it, which is the reason why I don't. I wouldn't buy it. But he has the Charles Manson integrity shirt, and it just it just has Charles Manson on it. It's an integrity shirt. Yeah, and it's like I just I I wouldn't buy sure. it because I can't just walk around wearing a Charles Manson shirt. Um, but Sean has it. He does. So I mean, he did nothing wrong. <laughs> what did he really do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> just talk to people. It's the talking illegal. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I had another version of this mix, which I thought I changed, and I didn't. Oh. So, <laughs> so I had a different version of this mix. I'm okay with this version, because okay. I instead of the Hated of the World, this song from To Die For, I had Those Who Fear Tomorrow, I had that song um, on this okay. mix. Because that song is... I was debating on having that song in this song, but I, I'm okay with this because that song is similar to Iron Age with how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has a little bit of a like a lead in there. Yeah. Um, but I put I'm okay with having this song because one, I like the album to die for. Two, they sound a little bit different from early '90s to now 2003. Mm-hmm. And then three i wasn't i'm really unsure how either of you guys would feel towards this song hmm i'm yeah i'm curious i'm trying to determine how rj felt about it because based on getting into his mind yeah there's small tweaks that you can make that this is like a completely different band that's Mm -hmm. the riff and the way it sounds sounds really generic yeah, but there's something for me like I if this was another band I wouldn't like the song, but there's something that integrity brings to the song that makes me like it. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Archie, so, how did you feel about it? Uh, the beginning. Okay, so number four ended, number five started, and I was like, oh, the guitar's different. There's like a reverb. There's like a delay or whatever they used, and I was like, that's different kind of like that and then the music started and i was like all right i kind of like this i i enjoyed the track yeah. um i was like okay i i enjoy this um it's one of those where you you hit iron age and i'm like all right i just want want to get to number five number yeah. five i enjoyed mm. yeah i thought that maybe that riff the bow down and I, I, I like that yeah <laughs> i thought that that might get you yeah <laughs> it was catchy yeah <laughs> yeah same thing i heard that and I loved it because, but it was, it's funny that you say that you had a different version of this mix because that one stood out. Like that first riff stood out in this whole mix. Yeah. But in a good way, in a way that I was, it seemed like 90s hardcore. Yeah. You know, like there's something about it that, like Def Heaven did it on that, uh, I think the song Baby Blue. Like they have that really chorusy intro to mm-hmm. a song. Mm-hmm. Like there's something that brings me back to the '90s, like heavy music. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and I love that about this integrity song in the, in the intro. And then it really got into it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is integrity." Like, yeah, <laughs> sick. Yeah, like 
I don't think I had heard this album before. But I think it's their... Humanities. No, I did. I did because it's on Death Wish. Yes. So, okay. Yeah, I had heard this one before. I don't remember this song necessarily, but... I think that I don't... I, uh, people are all over the place with integrity. And yeah. Humanity's Devil is my favorite album from them because there's it's only like seven songs or something. And it's crisp and it's tight. And then yeah, you've yeah. got do it just you got doing like his a, a speech at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then I think that this album is probably their from what I've out of the albums I've heard is probably their best produced album. Um, mm-hmm. Either this or the Howling album. That album's really produced well. Yeah, um, I think I heard that one too. Yeah, I, that one comes out later, sometime like twenty fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you guys like the song because this was the only song that I was like really worried about to be like, what? I don't know what they're gonna think because because it, <laughs> it it could go. You can I can imagine that the that riff as like a new metal riff. Yes, very easily. Yeah, it, I mean that's what metalcore does. It really <laughs> it gets close to that line, and then pleasantly steps away from it you know yeah <laughs> like even tragedy did that like, yeah there's a little bit of that in there it's like right. if you change some of the effects and the singer it's like maybe this could be static x yeah you know? <laughs> it always makes yeah. me wonder when you've got a band like integrity with songs like like does static x listen to integrity you know like yeah do those type of bands listen to these type of bands and they're like yeah we're doing something similar I don't know. Yeah, it's like Static X and like Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah. Like, who were they influenced by? Yeah, exactly. Or like, because honestly, like I don't like Rob Zombie, but I appreciate White Zombie. But then I listen to White Zombie, and I'm like, I don't know where they came from. Yeah, right. Like they came because they were they're so old, like early, like late eighties, early nineties, probably. Yeah. So what came before them? What said? What told them? Like. Yeah, we should do this kind of music because we heard it before. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't. You're just like, bam, 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 bam. What? It sounds like Primus. Yeah. Yeah, if they were Same influenced by period, Primus. Though. Yeah. Right. They were contemporary. Ooh, a Primus White Zombie show. <laughs> Doesn't get much sicker than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Integrity. I think they're yeah. a fantastic band. That I can listen to. Those Fear Tomorrow, Humanity is the Devil, and Palm Sunday because it's an interesting live show. That's you'll be happy to know, Devin. I don't mind listening to that live hmm. album. Really? Yeah, because he's so there's like, hope for you. He's like yelling at people, and it's like it's interesting because of that. It's not Ooh. like John Mayer is yelling at security or something like that. You haven't listened to the whole album. <laughs> I hear Marilyn Manson like molest one of the security guards. Yes. He just like rubs balls on his head. <laughs> Antichrist superstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good I forget. Show. Yeah, I'd love Integrity though. Um, yeah, they're just a really good band. They are overwhelming, and you don't see many. I've never seen someone who I didn't know wearing an Integrity thing out in the public. Um, I see it every once in a while. Do you? Yeah, I, th- I strangely saw it at Disneyland, <laughs> <laughs> which That's was awesome. shocking, and I also saw a nails shirt. Oh, and uh, I want to say cursed, but I think it was a different band. But yeah, I saw some shirts there that I was like, "Damn!" Like these these guys, I know they put on their shirts because they're like 
I'm going to fucking Disneyland. <laughs> I'm going to be as hard as I can. They sell those at Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in the Starbucks next to the male shirt with Mickey Mouse on it. You should have talked to the integrity person and been like, you know, DeWitt doesn't approve of Disneyland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Corporate paradise. (laughs) Get out of here. Go to Belgium. (laughs) DeWitt. Yeah. Just drink some Pilsners. (laughs) I don't know what you do in Belgium. Why is is he in Belgium? Is he from Belgium? Maybe... uh, No, he's from Ohio. Maybe his ancestor... Maybe he's like Dustin... He's got ancestors from Belgium. Likes yeah. waffles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So one of the bands that I was trying to, I thought about maybe squeezing in Converge on this mix. Oh, But okay. they tread, they go too far over into the metal side for me. There's probably a song yeah. or two that I could find that might make, that might fit in with these other bands. Um, but I, I just, I decided to have cursed on here instead. Yeah. Maybe something off you fail me. Yeah. Would fit the most, but yeah, that does start getting into the metal territory. Um, did you think of anyone? Well, so my thing about this mix, which is a good thing is it made me turn off the repeat feature on Spotify and go into autoplay. Mm hmm. Usually I repeat the mixtape over and over. Some like sometimes, sometimes I'll just let it play once, turn it off. Yeah. But this one made me want to be like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> and it played a band that I totally forgot about that came out with an album last year that I love now, hmm. uh, rotting out. Oh really? Yeah, I never got into them that much before, but they yeah, came out either. with an album I think called Ronin last year, twenty twenty. That's cool. That is sick. Nice. Um, also, I was wondering how you felt about pulling teeth. I like pulling teeth. They're good. Okay. That's m- my favorite band of this genre. Yeah. Like, there's something they about kinda, them that's real unique. They tread a different line. Yeah. They, like, back off the metal and tread a punk line, maybe? It's Yeah, but it's so, like, grungy and dirty yeah, right. that it gets into that metal category. Right, yeah. But it is really like punk aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing flashy about the music. Like the, I think they do like these guitar flourishes that could be metal, but it's there's like not as much skill behind it, so it reminds me of punk. You know? Oh yeah, right. it's kind of uncontrolled like that. Mm. Like somebody said uh, about punk music, like three chords in the truth is like yeah the idea of punk. Right. It's like we want to put our feeling into it rather than musical skill. So. Um, yeah, they kind of tread that line of uh, metal punk, I guess. Um, there's another one that I was thinking of. Yeah, Nails the- was on the verge, but that's kind of like grindcore. Yeah. Then you start getting into a whole other category. Yeah, the two other bands that I I really like, uh, only one album from either of them. I don't even know if one of them has multiple albums, actually. Uh, but the two other bands that I consider was The Hope Conspiracy and 108. Um Dope Conspiracy, Death Knows Your Name. Mm. That album is fucking fantastic. I love that album so much. Hmm. Uh, and One it's super interesting. They, I, I've only heard one album from them. Um, maybe Hope Conspiracy might only have like two or something. One um, O Eight has several. Um, I know they have a pretty large following. Uh, but yeah, those are two bands that I considered. <clears throat> Hope Conspiracy I never got much into, but I never disliked them. 
Yeah. Like, it's just, I never got into them. And again, like, I maybe could have argued to have, like, guns up on this, but then I feel like that's a different mix. That is. Like, I need a Bane, guns up. Not quite posy, but pretty close to it. Yeah. You know? Like, would you put Have Heart on there? Uh, Or would you go, like, Cold World? Which I don't necessarily like. No. (laughs) I would rather have Have Heart on there. Yeah. I think that might fit it more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, you guys enjoyed the mix? Yeah. Oh, that's the other band I was thinking of. Trash Talk. On this mix? Yes. I With the Cursed Skin Like Iron mix, yes. (laughs) Yes, Cursed Skin Like Iron. Like, um... Yes, you know, kind of along the well, kind of tragedy. No, no, it's more thrashy. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah, something about it just reminded me of that. I yeah, it's kind of see integrity a little bit. Maybe the band as a whole, not necessarily that song. Yeah, um, but yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It made me it made me want to listen to more of the bands and made me want to listen to more of the style. Also, yeah. yeah. It's really hard to find, like, I was clicking through, I think I texted you, a a classic hardcore mix on Spotify. Yeah. And it's really hard to find good hardcore bands from the 90s. Yeah. There is not a lot of them. The 90s are rough. (laughs) For a lot. I'm I'm still trying to find the best underground music from the 90s, and it's hard. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like the best music from the 90s was the popular music. You know? Uh, No. I would say Midwest Emo. Yeah. What do you okay. call Built to Spill? Uh, <laughs> indie? <laughs> Whatever that is. That in the 90s. <laughs> I agree, but I don't know. Death Cab can go in there too, technically, then. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I don't know. They're like so different, but so similar. <laughs> yeah, fucking well, indie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we do an indie mixtape, it's got to be like we got to make like a fifteen song mixtape. Like, like it's indie, we got to go through all of the styles of it. We yeah. all bring in five songs, and it's like yeah, good enough. It's indie. Yeah. Who would you put built this bill closer to? Death Cab or Modest Mouse? Modest Mouse for sure. Interesting. Yeah. The yeah. early Modest Mouse. Early, yeah, I was about to say they go more well, like Death Cowboy Cab Dan Modest yeah. Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, third was it third rock from the sun? Had, yeah. They had a song. Yeah. Yeah, is that off of Antarctic? Moon in Antarctica, yeah. yeah. So yeah, somewhere around that album, I'm like, yeah. that's closer to Built to Spill. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what to call Built to Spill because it's like either. you ain't emo. I don't know what you are. No, <laughs> it's like you're happy emo. Yeah, it's like you're sunny day real estate, but you're not singing about anything sad. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Um, all right, RJ, what'd you think? So overall, uh, the mix it it's a hardcore mix. Uh, <laughs> so dismissive. <laughs> it's integrity. It's whatever. It's music. It all came together. I did enjoy the last song just for for what it was. I like the little intro, just kind of finishing everything up. Um, I, you know, I, you play it and you just want to punch things. Are you? Do you like to punch things? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I like I to didn't eat like. things versus punching things. So it didn't make you what music I makes you want to eat? Yeah, <laughs> all music. <laughs> I eat for a lot of things. Does this make you eat faster? 
Oh, yes, I do chew faster. You did chew faster. Mm. You're grinding your L- teeth a lot Like more? my tongue was like punching my teeth. Oh, okay. <laughs> tongue punching your... Yeah. So you, after listening to this, this style of hardcore, you wouldn't go out of your way to listen to. No, there's nothing in here that I was like, oh, I want to look for more, but I, I enjoyed it. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite song on here? Ooh, um... Hmm. Interesting. I know what my, I think it would be for you. I like one, three, and five. Those are my favorite ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could pick a favorite out of there because they're just there. Oh, really? Um, I did like one, but the screaming part after where it sped up, I didn't like three. I did enjoy three. Yeah. Uh, and then five. I enjoyed five too. So it would be either three or five. Oh, I was going to say number one for you. Well, that was cool, but then the screaming part, that kind of like, eh. scared you. Yeah, I, was, I was startled. <laughs> Spooked you a little bit. Your pee-pee went inside. Pee-pee. <laughs> Literally everyone saw me <laughs> listening to it, and he started screaming, so I started screaming, and then they're just like, what is he doing on his headphones? I'm like, I'm screaming. Where's my pee-pee? <laughs> I, was, I was scared. My pee-pee went in. It kept fighting my pee-pee. I have a vagina. <laughs> uh, is that my, what happens? Yeah. Howdy <laughs> isn't any... Couldn't decipher between my belly button and my penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then song two would happen, and I'm like, ah, oh, there it is. Came back. It's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot shadow. Three more months of winter. <laughs> I have a friend that when he was, like, in elementary school, he, like, ran up to him and a friend. There were two boys, and they thought it would be funny to pretend to be little gr- to be girls. <laughs> And so they're, what they did is they tucked their dicks. Like, that's yeah. how they knew as elementary school kids to be like, yeah, okay, to be a girl, we just tuck our dicks. Yeah. And they got in big trouble from the teacher because oh, <laughs> their pants were down. That's so trans-exclusionary. <laughs> that teacher would be fired nowadays. <laughs> Let me use the bathroom where I tuck my pee-pee. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. Ratings? RJ, uh, so I I would give this one. I was deciphering. Let's see. Let's do deciphering. Let's do some math. <laughs> he's, oh, he's pulling. He's pulling out a calculator and a compass right now. <laughs> a protractor. No, a compass. North, south, east, west. And an abacus. He's got a map. I gave this one a three point six seven. Oh, okay. Because I was so, like, I liked it. I enjoyed it. If we played it, I'd be like, all right, it, it's something I could enjoy. There's some ones I favor a little more, and there's some of them that I did. Like, one, three, and five, that's more than half that I enjoyed. Mm. There's still, okay, this doesn't help me that much, RJ. I think that there, there's still one more mix that I need to make that would would help me cross off some more stuff. <laughs> you know what this is? Huh. This is the eye doctor for RJ. This is like <laughs> oh, I can never like, pick like, one or two. You I'm like one or two? Like you made the first mix. You like he likes one. Let's try two. Oh, two is a little bit too blurry. We gotta go back <laughs> towards one. No, I think yeah. I think the I let the eye doctor decide for me. I'm like I don't know <laughs> three or five. What do you think? It's like, no, it's you. No, well, I don't know. I don't know. They're the same. No, they're completely different. <laughs> Devin, did you ever listen to the band Outbreak? Yeah. I it, forgot about those guys. I think that would be the next. Oh. Instead of the metal side, the punk side. Okay. 
uh, I really <laughs> want to see how he would do with guns up. I think he, based off of his, I think he would like it. Yeah, I think that. I don't listen to them too much, but Trapped Under Ice. Yeah. Um, I'm going through right now. Ooh, Bane. See, I, 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 yeah. He would. Yeah, I think so too. I think if it was the right him talking. <laughs> Wait, is this Randy Randall or RJ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, oh, then occasionally, who are we talking to today? Then occasionally James shows James up, and I'm like, who the James. fuck are you? See, Hello, uh, and James. I think he might be the most interested in, in something like a champion or a betrayed. Oh, oh, betrayed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know he's right here and you he can hear this, but I, I don't know if he's heard Comeback Kid. Have you heard Ooh, Comeback Kid? Early Comeback Kid, too. I was going to say, You've showed me before, after Wake remember. the Dead, they no. came out with uh, album another fine. album. It's fine. That, I think he would like it. I know, but Wake the Dead. Like, <laughs> see, okay. I have nothing against like the hardcore scene, but if somebody was like, check this out, and I could find a mix, and I'm like, that was fucking sick. I raged. Yeah. I'm support that. Mike, I think you and I should work on a mix throughout the week, just a collective mix where we add some songs and be like, we need to present this to RJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how he feels. Oh, uh, was it Outsider? Hmm. Yeah, that was their newest out. No, was it Outsider? There's a newer Comeback Kid album that I heard, and I was like, fuck yeah. Hmm. It was sick. Interesting. I saw them in uh, Berkeley, and it was rad. Nice. Uh, yeah. Gilman or no? It was a a newer place hmm. that had it was like it was like a microbrewery, <laughs> like very trendy. And I was like, got back and say it's Pioneer, <laughs> but it was the most relaxed show I've ever seen. Like they like you pay at the door and then you're free to like come and go as you please. Like nobody's at the door and be like, oh yeah, I'm just going out for a cigarette and like not checking your ID and you got your hand stamp. And it's like so relaxed. You can just walk around wherever you want. Yeah. It's a nice little venue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for uh for my rating gave it a four point four. Oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Um two of the songs I for sure hadn't heard. Three of them I had probably heard before, but it uh, yeah, I was just going through like the autoplay. I'm like, yeah, I gotta listen to all these songs. <laughs> yeah. Like I forgot about a lot of these bands, or I never had a chance to get into them before I moved on to some other kind of music, but mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to get back into this style of music mostly because it was really good to work out to. Yeah. Which I know for you and me is a, a, a big uh, factor in these mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I've just been jamming integrity while I'm, I'm a workout. So yeah. Just, when you sent humanity is the devil, I listened to that. And even that the whole speech at the end, I was yeah. just like, Fuck yeah! Like still going, like yeah, yeah. punch shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give myself a four point two. I think. Okay. I think that there, there is a separate tragedy song off of Vengeance that I really like, and there's a separate Integrity song <laughs> that I well, had on a, a version to. of the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like yeah. that version of the five star <laughs> yeah yeah because that the tragedy song is faster um so it would help balance how slow the integrity song is mm. um, yeah i would be uh rj if you like metal metal you might like newer integrity because they are just full-blown 
to me anyways, more of just a metal band. That Howling one is definitely more along the metal lines. Yeah, the Split albums, I really like them. They're good. Um, but those are just metal. But. Yeah. All right, well. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> are we doing a smooth jazz? This week? Yeah. <laughs> that's that literally, right? that's the title. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Try to guess what it is. Um, it is my week, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this one. And RJ, I don't think you should play it at work until you <laughs> listen to it first. <laughs> just to be safe. I'll, you can do what you want, but I would suggest just listening to it first and then deciding if you're going to play it at work. Ooh, I'm excited now because RJ seems to well, not have much shame when it comes to music. He'll leave his windows down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one. And, and I just came up with this one this week, and I'm excited about it because it's new to me as well somewhat. Oh, nice. I love these. These are great. Okay. It's called Put the Cunt Back in Country. Oh, yeah. You might offend people at my work. <laughs> Wait. Yep. Put- Put the cunt back in country. So like a a badass female. I mean, you could think of it that way, but it is. I think they're quote. male singers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get my beer, cunt. <laughs> I'm just going to say this right now that I would not make a mix calling females the C word. <laughs> so that's not what okay, the title is about. Is it? British country? Or? No, but it could have been. Yeah, because they, they so, say cunt. Oh, yeah, I know. I didn't even think of that. But yeah. I was just <laughs> thinking. You should make him style. his mixes from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Mike. Yeah. Good job. It's fucking sick. Good yeah. with wordplay. Well, it's a cunt making country. Oh, it could be Australian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, could have been. I looked at some Australian bands for this one, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I. It, you're not going to guess it because, honestly, I didn't know. It, so it's all one style of music, and I didn't know this style existed, but I had uh. heard some of the bands. But, <laughs> but I, I took a dive on this whole style. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It, yeah I mean, you might not be once you start hearing it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> conceptually, it sounds interesting. I might not listen to it very much. I... I, I'm curious if you will take a dive into the style because I think the history of it is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and even maybe check out some of the other bands that are mentioned because it goes back to like the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my mix. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll send it to you. <laughs> I don't think you guys have... Actually, I'll send it right now. I don't think either of you have heard of any of these. Oh, good. Yeah, I, and I'm hoping that you haven't. Yeah. Um, 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 you know what else I've been listening to a lot this week hmm. is the Freddie Gibbs album Fetty. That one. Oh yeah, with uh, Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Because I like Alfredo. I like the new one a lot, but Fetty. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. He he's worked with him on both of them, and he has okay. one that's just like an instrumental that he worked with him on. Um, but Fetty is so good. Just beginning to end, it's just a hair better than Alfredo. 
Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard that one. It's so good. It, I think it came out in 2018. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah. You should check it out if you're in the mood for Freddie Gibbs. Oh yeah. Have you heard Pinata? No. Uh-uh. Ooh, that's my that, favorite Freddie Gibbs the one. Earlier one, right? That's with Madlib. Oh right. As a okay. producer. Yeah. That's my favorite. Alfredo's rad. Um. Yeah, I haven't heard Fetty. It's so good. I love the Alchemist though. Oh, with Currency too. Yeah. The whole album's with Currency. I Damn. think so. Currency, Freddie Gibbs, and the Alchemist. Huh. Yeah. It's yeah. super cool, the stuff that they're sampling in that one. Yeah, Alchemist is... I took a dive on him recently. He has a an album called Russian Roulette that is awesome. Yeah. And it's comprised completely of uh, Russian samples. Oh, that's cool. From, like, actual Russian music, and it's sick. That sounds similar, uh, I guess, a little to the... Um, he has one that pops up on Freddie Gibbs, uh, called Bandana Beats. Oh yeah, um, Bandana came out like a year ago, yeah, twenty nineteen. So it's just the instrumentals from that album, I'm assuming. Okay, super good though. Yeah, he's got a shit ton of albums. Uh, Russian Roulette is the only one that Alchemist actually raps on, mm. and it's I mean it's good. Yeah, him and Scotty Kahn playing with House of Pain in the 90s. Alchemist and Scott Kahn did? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Oh. I forgot what their uh, group was called at the time, but, yeah, that's where he started. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Scott Kahn was a real-ass rapper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you sending this mix? I sent it. I got it. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> he Let wants me. to see it, Devin. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> show him, Devin. Flash him. Real quick. Let me. I'm trying to show you. You want to? Here, I'll just send it to you. I can do that group. No, no, I got it. I was just talking. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Have but... you heard of any of them? I mean, I've heard of Hank Williams. <laughs> the original, Hank, right? Yeah. Williams, like, and you've heard right. of Hank Williams Jr. Junior, who does, correct. y'all ready for some football? <laughs> this is his son. Oh, cool. Literally so, his son. So it's a country mix, huh? Well. Oh, is he a rapper? Nope. <laughs> I did not like this album cover. <laughs> Anytime I get into Hank Williams, I'm like, all right, I, I, I know where we might be going. Hank Williams? Yeah. Hank the Third? No, Hank the Third is <laughs> They're all the same. Far no. different. Is this Stoner Rock? Did you read the rest of the title? To, oh no, a cowpunk journey. So punk music? Cowpunk. Cowpunk is it's the real, genre. It's the genre. Oh weird. Yeah. Okay. I found some stuff that I oh, really save liked. It, save it. Save it. Oh, save it. I'm just saying. saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to know what cow punk. Is that right? Yeah. Is it like cow pie? (laughs) Just shitty. See, it's not women. Just want to make that clear. (laughs) Would not call them the C word. (laughs) Not do that. Even though the there's a song with a woman, so kind of looks bad. But (laughs) But what's country then? 
I'm just putting the cunt back in country. Mm, yeah. So we just call it tree. Tree. <laughs> yeah. I like to shit listen they're to playing tree. on the radio these days. Just tree. Straight tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can find the podcast via Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Five Song Mixtape. Find us, uh, the mixes themselves, on Spotify. Just got to search Five Song Mixtape, all one word. Um, yeah, I'm excited to know what this music is. Yee-haw. Can I work out to it? Yes. <laughs> That's all I can uh, I, don't, I don't know if you'll like to work out to it, but uh, <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want while you listen to it. <laughs>